Now I'm excited. Uh, this show is called So How About This? My name is Alan Dempsey. And I am Rafiq Shaheen. And with us, wonderfully talented comic. You may have seen him all over the place, but you might especially know him from his <laughs> movies. <laughs> Give your hands together for the one and only... Coach, you're a prince, every motherfuckers. Oops, can I curse? Oh, yes. yes. Okay, yeah, to make no. sure. Okay. Watch okay, your fucking mouth. I kind of kind of question it, but anyway. Watch your fucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> um, so we just, it's time. Uh, Do you want it? Because you found it. Okay, so <laughs> this, I I had a moment. I had a moment because uh, anyone who's well, listening to How many moments did you have? Because uh, it's like an hour and a long show. You know, I, it's like, okay. It's about so, 90 minute movies. So. <laughs> I mean, you, you'd be surprised. The time between what you get to the climax and then you just get right back into it is a lot shorter than you'd think. For you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories about this guy. Uh, so when I was getting ready for this interview, I was like, all right, let me take a look at Kojo's page. Mm-hmm. I take a look at your page and there and are where, what page, what does that mean? Uh, so I took a look at his comedy page oh, okay. first. That's what introduced me to, I saw three of your credits on there and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, Kojo out here doing movies. Yep. And then I was like, <laughs> let me, let me do a little bit more <laughs> research into this. And, uh, Kojo, I think the, uh, the first question I have to ask is... Uh, Did I get paid? Damn right I got paid. Okay. $50. Then anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we need more context here. But, you uh, went to IMDb. I went to IMDb. You I- found Kojo, and you found a list of very interesting credits. Oh, yes. list. Not just one off. Not yes. just one. Now, it wasn't a huge list. Nothing it was maybe nope. five, nope. six deep, nope. something like that. Eh, maybe three. Maybe, maybe three. three. Yeah. Five when it gets cold, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... The first movie I saw was Beaster Rabbit. Yep. Peter Cottonhell. Yep. Which I've actually seen now. Okay. I actually took the time out of my day to watch this movie. Once again, if that uh, went by you too quickly, Beaster Rabbit, Peter Peter Cottonhell. Got it. Mm -hmm. Gotta get it. And then there's... Now, is that in the Criterion Collection? Did they officialize that one? (laughs) Not yet. It's under, it's under it's review. Under consideration? It's under review. Okay, okay, good. Under review. Uh, and then there was Bat Babe, mm-hmm. The Dark Nighty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which I was a little bit more curious about that title because I was like, hmm, Beast or Rabbit sounds like a B-tier horror movie. This one sounds like porn. And then I went to YouTube and everyone was like, this is porn. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to ask. Well, you you keep forgetting my favorite one, which was the insatiable iron babe. babe. Stop playing with me. Now, the insatiable iron babe is a very sexy woman in a Iron Man-ish bikini. Just flesh. There's no iron. She's okay. not the iron babe. <laughs> she's she's exposed. And, and you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has the, the little uh, glowy thing on his heart. Right. Hers was on her crotch. Okay. <laughs> so, just, so just getting some real feminine energy going yeah. out from the start. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and so we're definitely going to Are these hardcore pornographic films? No, they're softcore. So, okay. okay. That's soft what core. I th- assumed. They kind of make you up. Oh. Yeah, Cinemax. Oh. All right. So here's the, here's the question that I have, though, because the thing that made me go, 
did Kojo star in porn is because when I watched the trailer mm -hmm. for, which is up on YouTube, if you guys at home want to go home and find out more about this, you can go to YouTube. But when I watched the trailer for Bat Babe, The Dark Nighty, Turns out they credited everyone, but I didn't see a credit for you. I didn't on see there. one for me. I did not see anyone mention Kojo as the meddler. So thank you. There we go. <laughs> I yo, hey man. So I I gotta ask, did you star in porn? He soft, just said it. It soft, was softcore. Softcore. Soft it? No, I was yes. in it. There's a difference when you're okay. starring. When you're starring it, you're doing star roles. I'm just like to do it on the side and say, hey, look at that over there. Okay, so so he was in it. He did not star. No, I'm, actually, they have a whole different um, schedule schedule for the guys who are just doing the regular acting versus the ones who are doing the real situations. Okay, so it's like a different. So there's day, no like, you're you. There's no naked person. I don't anywhere. see anybody yeah. that yeah. day. Yeah. Okay, except for I tried, uh, though, but anyway. Except yeah, for you were, Mr. You were, you were on the floor looking underneath <laughs> the doorway. I thought I was going to here tomorrow. Oh, man. I thought it was today. Who is yeah, that? The, they, they were some uh, interesting character names like Mr. Sleaze. Yes. And uh, the, jerker. the Jerker. The Jerker. Yes. The Jerker. Here's the thing. When you watch the trailer, there's this weird line in like parody porn movies between like dude who had yes. a legitimate acting career and was like, now I just got to make some money. And like guy who this is his first time yep. on set. Mm -hmm. Clearly, whoever they got for the jerker was like, oh, I wanted to be in like real movie movies. Yeah, man. Oh, he took man. it seriously, dude. He was, I was. Me, okay. What was I, the I, jerker? Was he method? Listen, I, like an idiot, I'm dumb when it comes to certain things. I, I take a second to, to, to shine on, like, oh, I get it now. I'm in this movie. I know the guys who produce it because he's like friends with the, the my comedy coach. So that's how I got in that way. Okay, so that's another question I was going to ask was like, this a fine by your agent or like. Well, yeah, yeah kind of because the guy who makes all these movies like uh, Lord of the G Strings. It's, it's, I've seen dude, that one. It's a whole run. I've seen it's that one. It's a whole run. It's got Lord of the G-Strings, Insatiable Iron Babe, Bat Babe, Beast of Hell. He's got like a whole... All the shit you see on like Cinemax late at night. Okay. That's one dude, the Snig Brothers. Okay, really? That's one, so that's like just the one... All actually, right. two of them. I'm sorry. Actually, yeah, they go back and forth. They fight. But for the most part, they're brothers. They work together. Okay. So... So you knew the guy who knew the guy. Exactly. Right I'm from Jersey. Yeah, I know the guy that knows the guy right. that, you know, may, may not get your dick sucked, but you know. Uh -huh. hey, right. <laughs> so is that how they propositioned you? Were they like, well, you want to come in for this role? I uh, jumped maybe. at it. Like, I was like, ooh, ooh, me, ooh, me, ooh, me. <laughs> can, you, can you tell us, can you illuminate us a little bit about the meddler and... The meddler was, of course, the, the parody for the Riddler. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be the semi-crime boss of the area. He's calling this meeting because the jerker, I remember like it was fucking yesterday, the jerker stole all the porn out of Gotham, whatever right. city it was. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom ass city, I don't know, I, I forget. And we're holding a meeting like, you know, we gotta do something about this jerker. The guy walks in, just like the bat night, the dark night thing. Mm -hmm. And the line that I missed, I'm telling you right now, something that hurts my heart. <laughs> okay. I, I missed this ad lib. The guy walks in and I could I could have said, a room full of criminal-minded geniuses. Nobody remembers to lock the fucking door. That burns my uh, heart today. Yeah. I'm like, ah! Oh! I'm nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> you know what I like? You know what I like? Is you 
being in this low rent softcore parody is smarter than the actual movie that came out where Heath Ledger just walks Walks in in the door. (laughs) Did I lock the fucking door? Nobody's standing in front of the door with a gun. (laughs) No goons in the back, nothing. So, okay, so... Yeah, this is part of the thing that also got me very interested. Hey, I've talked about it all day. I love this shit. Right. When I, so I find this. I go confirm all of this on IMDb. <laughs> you got to confirm uh, me. <laughs> right. Because, all right. Thank you. Because I'm not going to believe it at first, right? Right, okay. yeah. For a second, he was like, it's like maybe nah, it's. couldn't be Kojo. Yeah, yeah. For, for a second, he was like, maybe it's another guy Co- with that name. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, well, because it's black. It's right? not, it, it must be the other Kojo, Kojo Prince. Prince. Well, I was looking at <laughs> it. black. Right? I was looking at it. I was like, is this like a Mike? Michael J, Michael A. Fox situation where no, like no. Kojo's gonna get his SAG card and have to be like, I'm Kojo A Prince. No, no get off my set. That's the wrong way. It's like, oh man, I thought we were getting Ko- like just A- Kojo. I know the story about that, but I want you finish uh, this one first. So I look at the time frame and it's like the insatiable Iron Babe and Batman or Bat Babe, the Dark Knighty. Both come out like 2008, 2009. Yeah, I was still in Jersey then. Right. And I'm looking at that and I was sitting there and I was like, is this like Kojo? Like, this is just during the start of the recession. So I'm like, is this Kojo going like, I got to get some work on the table? Or I got to get, like, get some work on the table. And gets, it, dude, I got like $50 for it. Okay. Fifty dollars each pop, each movie. Boom, boom. Fifty dollars. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most comics. Yeah. No. Right? Hey, I'm not complaining. I had a good time making it. It was fun. Uh, I do. I do. Actually, the first one, the Insatiable Iron Babe. I kind of feel bad about myself because I didn't have those lines like like I had the great sex being lines in the Meddler. But my line, if you saw the, the clip, was blast that bitch. So, I, so when I try that to, that hurts me. Do you know why? I'm trained, dude. I'm trained comic. I went to school. I grew up in a white neighborhood. You know, I dated white girls. Wait, wait a second. Let me fit. Hold How on. Is that part hold of your training? Wait a hold on a second. Hold on a second. And I'm I'm educated. I speak a vast, a very wide vernacular of information and vocabulary. But when the camera comes on, it's woo, blast that bitch. Right. 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 Woo. Anybody got hot sauce? Feet so famine now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, when, so it's funny that you mentioned that because when I watched uh, Beast or Rabbit, you play a cat named Aaron. Yes. Right. Aaron, yes. Very uh, who's like the, he's like the host of a wedding yep, or whatever. Yep, 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 yep. That movie starts so swiftly into murder. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like, this is a Z tier horror film, so I'm not expecting anything to wow. But like, they just start in the middle of the wedding. Rip them. Like, there's no like establishing shot to be like, we're going to a wedding. <laughs> it's just Kojo up there. Like, you remember the human tornado, right? Enough do Ooh. I remember the human yeah, tornado? Yeah, okay, have you that. seen it? Yeah. Love that movie. So you remember how in the beginning of the human tornado, he's just doing stand-up. Yes. That almost felt like what I was expecting from you. I thought you were just going to come out and just be roasting people and like no connection. And then we just find out you're the wedding host. And I was like, that would have made this scene infinitely better. But I I, I don't know. I wasn't at that level. I'm not saying I'm at that level now, but he didn't, I wasn't seen as that. Mm -hmm. I was seen as a good old black kid who in a wall white. He used to send me into like all white areas of of the town and do stand up. And I was the only black guy for like miles around. Okay. So I was that safe black guy. 
So, so that's how they casted me. So that was what uh, kind of another thing I wanted to ask you about this is because on your site, you as kind of establish yourself as like this all-purpose, you know, like all-capable, you know, I can play any room. Yeah, not quite. I'll be honest <clears> with you. Not quite. Well, at least from what I read on like your bio yeah, and no, but when I think about it, I see when it, the truth about the truth of the matter, urban rooms scare me. Mm. All black audiences fuck me up because I've, and it's not like I've, I, I just have this kind of anxiety in my head. I've gone out there mm-hmm. and got booed off many times. It took me, actually, it, it bothered me so much that I spent like two years of just completely ignoring the mainstream rooms and just doing urban rooms. And it took me like two years to get that muscle and understand mm. how to do the shows. And the second I stopped, I lost it. Yeah. Wow. I, oh, I, oh, I'm horrible in black rooms. They hate me. Dude, they booed me for my fucking shirt. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I walked on stage. I didn't even get jokes. I like, boo. I had this thing called Truth Hurts. That was a little quick little one-liner things. And I go up to stage, and I'm wearing my little Lenny Kravitz look, you know, little torn up jeans and Lenny Kravitz shirt. They're like, truth hurts. I heard this black guy, shit, that tight ass shirt hurts. Oh, Ooh, yeah. they started laughing. And oh, like, it just, man. It was like they started There's booing no me. recovering from None, that. They booed me in gear. It was like, boo. <laughs> 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 There's no getting out of that. No, they booed you me for just shirt. Started. <laughs> I just started. They booed me for my shirt. That, I mean, that's actually one of the things I like about <clears throat> urban rooms in general is because, like, as a people, there is no, like, I've never seen a group of people who are, like, more honest. Unified. Right. One, like, <laughs> solidarity. Right. If they if they see you on stage and they're like, I ain't fucking with this you, motherfucker, it's just no. Like, it's yes. If you get them to laugh, they all look like, they all die laughing. They look like they got stabbed. Like, ha! Right. Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah, for for me the <laughs> it's because of all they've co- they've clearly come into the room with a lot of rage, rage. But, so, so it's like you it's not that they've been stabbed it's that a valve it. yeah, yeah there's a valve that got opened up ah, yes. ah, <laughs> finally money's worth for me I I have a similar problem but not exact for me it's not an it's not an all the members of an all black room mm-hmm. black men and I get along fine. It's the women? A black women, black women look at me on stage and their instant thought is some white bitch fucked a black dude uh, and that's how this motherfucker came to part. be. You gotta get the women first, they say. Right. When it comes to comedy, you wanna get the women first and the black men kind of, the yeah. men follow. Right, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, man, y'all, my dad was the one who had jungle fever, like literal <laughs> jungle fever. He went to Africa and found himself a woman. Like that's, as a real white dude being like, I need to find me some color in my life. Like, so now I got to stop the show and ask you a question. I thought you're like like Hindu or Indian like that. No, so it, I'm mixed, obviously. So, hey, like, in, nah, so anyway, I'm mixed. Like, he doesn't, doesn't want to talk about that <laughs> no, shit. No, no, no. talking about me, soft corn and shit. Soft no, corn I'm, I'm shit. being... I'm, so, no, soft I, corn. We were yeah, talking about I soft, soft corn. corn. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping it wouldn't catch that. Like, that's a soft corn? No, I'm, 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 shit. I'm being real with you. Like, my dad is a white dude. He was born in America. His father was... Uh, Syrian, uh, his mother was Scott Irish, and my so mother. So he was black too, then. No, my my dad was fucking white, white. Okay, like <clears throat> literally both those categories get marked down as like Caucasian when okay. you do the census form. My mom is the heart of Africa, you know, like ebony onyx level black. I like, would think Pakistanian. You know, I know you probably get that a lot. I'm sorry, but uh, well, because you one time, I think. In general, when people say white, they're talking about Europe. Right. Or Russia. You know, mm. that, you know. I remember one time you described him as white Arab. 
And I didn't know yeah, what no, I on, didn't man. know what that yeah. meant. So, oh, there's more to this story. Let me shut up and listen. <laughs> so, wait, so when you go on to the like census form, when you go on to like a legal government documents, if you are any kind of Arab or if you're any kind of uh, like Let me ask you this. European you instantly get categorized as white. Let me ask you this. Oh, what a what? way in. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> a way in. Oh, well, that's, that's a cheat of the system. Here's what I want to ask. Would someone from Europe shit on your dad and try to take him over? Uh, no. No. Not okay. on my, not on my dad. Yeah, okay, then he's white. On, he's white. on my <laughs> grandfather, they definitely would. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> not on my okay. dad. But if you look at a photo of my family, all my siblings and I, we run the gamut between like shades, right, very (laughs) pale to like, I don't even think this motherfucker belongs in this room with the rest of you. (laughs) Like he is that he looks that different and he's that dark. You know, I've met so white, not white, too white. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I've met. Maybe three. I've definitely met two of your siblings. Yes. One of them was very dark. One of them looked just like you, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's here's what makes here's what f- fills me with goodness about his family. <laughs> All right, this guy to my right, his name is Rafiq. Mm. He has a sister named Kumba. You wow. Have, uh, your brother's name is Taj. Tosh. Tosh. Sorry. I should have known that. Why didn't I know that? <laughs> you were uh, at his wedding. I, 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 I think for some reason in my brain, I was hearing people say Tosh, and I was like, oh, they're not pronouncing it right. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> but uh, So very, we're talking about African people with African names, and then here's my brother, Oscar. How the fuck? <laughs> Where did Oscar come from? It, it is one you of sound the, like characters from a Disney movie, yeah. man. Like, Dude, it's it's one of those things where like you can clearly tell which kids my dad named and which kids my mom <laughs> named. No, I I know where Oscar comes from. It's, it's an African thing I've seen many times on my side of the family. It's like they give you an American name, like like some sort of like secret government right. agent name. What's your name? Where does Kojo come from? Ghanaian means boy born on Monday. And I was born on a Monday. Really? Born on a Monday. That means Kojo. Whoa, whoa. It's simple. You said it's, and I didn't hear the word you said. It's what? It's like, I'm sorry, a Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Okay. Ghanaian. Got is it. Is that different? If you're born on a certain day, that's what your name is. Really? Like my father's mm-hmm. name is Kwesi, who's born on a Wednesday. What happens to the other guy who was born on a Wednesday? There's just a bunch of Wednesdays bunch walking of around? Yeah, they say, hey, what is my name? Your name was Kojo. Yeah, bullshit. Mine too. What is the middle <laughs> name? Right? The middle name and the last name oh, make the difference. Oh, so... People go by their middle names. Yes. Mostly. Or I got American, it. come here and get an American name. Got yeah. It. It, it's one of the very weird things of like being in America is you meet so many people named like John and you're like, oh, John, what does that mean? <laughs> you, John. Know what I like? you know what I like? <laughs> work on time. I got good credit. That's what fucking right? means. It's not that it's... Uh, Cultural, it's just uncreative. Right. Like, I don't know. John, <laughs> Mike. Yeah, As, yeah, exactly. You know, like, you talk to anyone from Africa or, you know, like, anyone anyone from, like, a third world nation. And it's like, what does your name mean? And it's like, there's a whole fucking legend behind it. Right. You know, like, my name itself me- literally means friend. And the weird thing is my name spelled backward means hypocrite. Mm. Like, Damn, you serious? Yeah, that's like that's like that doesn't make that makes sense in an eerie way. I'm your friend. No, I'm not fucking. You read a Gemini, right? But if you sit down and you talk, and again, you talk to any like American dude, and you're just like, oh, what's your name? I'm Bob Samson. It's like, oh, cool. Like 
are you the son of Sam? It's like, no. Nope. <laughs> I am Bob Samson of the Samson clan, right? And we have nothing to do with the real <laughs> Samson. We have the Samson clan. That's what but we're, get, we're getting so far off topic. Have you been on this podcast before? I know. <laughs> so, Beast or Rabbit. <laughs> I, I want to. Now, back to your porn right. ass motherfucker. <laughs> Thought I forgot about your ass, didn't you? <laughs> I, 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 because I wanted to ask you about this. So, how. So, were you there for the entire shooting of it? Or? No. I'm telling you, it's like regular, like almost like. Well, no, let me pay respect. It is like a regular film production. You don't do all of it in one day, you do little bits and pieces of right. it. Right. Okay. So I was there for mine, and I was out. Okay, because like there is a there is a certain portion of it where like they finally show you the monster, and it's just a marionette. Like it's see that shit. Oh, <laughs> I wish everyone listening to this could have seen the surprise. Zach, Zach, I'm sorry. He's in the Zach, movie. He's Zach, talking about open. being in the movie, Zach, and he Zach, didn't Zach, know. Zach, 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 no, don't don't pay. I'm sorry. I didn't see the movie, Zach. I appreciate everything you're doing. For me, Zach. I didn't see it, Zach. I didn't see that one. I saw the other ones. I was busy. I was you know moved to Florida and everything, Zach. Come on, man. Just don't. I'm sorry, Zach. Don't pay attention to these money. I, I kind of want an ASMR channel of Kojo just apologizing to people for shit. Now. <laughs> Zach, don't listen to the people. Uh, so like I w- I'm watching this and I'm like, did and there's a certain portion where I go with Z tier movies where I go the moment for me where I go I love this or I hate this is always determined by how much somebody CGI? believes. Oh, okay. They no, they believe in the production, right? Okay. Because if you were doing a Z tier horror film. And you go, this is going to be the greatest movie ever made. I go, fuck yeah, it is. Let's be on board with this. Check this out. His stuff has a following. His shit has a following. It's like a cult kind of classic. Okay. Lord of the G-Strings. Lord? Lord of the G-Strings. Okay. Planet of the Babes. No, Planet of the Babes. Planet of the Babes. I will say. Planet of the Babes and Lord of the G-Strings. I will say something that no one will believe. Okay. If either of you said this, I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> Lord of the G-Strings is genuinely funny. It's really? a legitimately Cult classic. You funny can't film. Okay. It's, Lord it, of the G-Strings. It's softcore porn. Yep. So it's girls pretending to fuck each other, but not really fucking each other. So you can see their boobs and their butts. You don't, you know, of course you don't see anything in the crotch. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they are simulating sex... Like, I've had sex before. It doesn't look like that, you know? <laughs> and like, and, uh, but the parts of it that aren't horrible softcore porn are like, this is engaging yeah, and funny. Suck in, literally. <laughs> suck in. Get it? I got a million of them, folks. There was a, <laughs> that's why he gets, that's why he has the cross <laughs> appeal that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> We talked about this in the episode we did with JJ, but like, there's like certain levels of softcore porn where it's like somebody was like, "This is gonna be my big break." Like, like th- sell it right. If I could just sell the fact that I'm Ariel so hard, then someone who's jerking off to this in a lounge somewhere who makes movies is gonna be like, "She, she gets to be the next, I don't know, Jessica." I do like defenders. it is it is <laughs> awesome when you're watching a bet like a just piece of shit, but like there's one person in there who's it's taking that shit seriously, giving it hell. Right. hell. They're like, I am hungry. I need to do more than just this, <laughs> so I'm gonna sh- 
fucking Work act this. the shit out of this, <laughs> put it on my five minute reel, and you know, yep. get it out there. And, yeah, right. And so that's kind of my overarching question is like, was that the moment for you? Is that why you include them as credits, or is it just look? I include them as credits because I look at it this way. It's kind of I don't, don't want to bring the vibe down, but I look at it this way: anything you do that is out there should be a representation of you. Even if it was you at that time and no mm. longer you, mm-hmm. it's, I'm not going to hide, you know, who I am, especially the fact that I wasn't just there. It was just, wasn't just me. It was Snig brothers doing the thing. It was other mm-hmm. actors. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to uh, put them up there and say, Hey, we did it together. Right. You wrap the shit that you're in. Yeah. I'm going to okay. do it. I'm well, and I would it. say the other side of that is we're not in a world now where you can bury it. At all. Dude. At all. Right. Right. So I mean, there was, that shit. there was a time that it was like, Weird trivia that Sylvester Stallone had done a porn before he did Rocky and Madonna and Madonna. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's like, so again, yeah. did it. Now he's owning it. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you, but also clearly Stallone wasn't out there talking about it. No. It was, it was mm-hmm. weird trivia. Now, if Jennifer Lawrence had started in porn, she's just going to have to tell the world, yes, yeah. I was a porn star because well, you're not going to get away from it. Tracy you know? Lords, Tracy she- Lords. Right. Speaking of which, as far as weird trivia is concerned, did you guys see that interview with uh, Keanu Reeves and GQ? I think it was over, um, uh, what was that game that just came out? Fucking Cyberpunk? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, there's, a, game. Yeah. there's a great moment uh, where they're interviewing him, and the interviewer goes, how do you feel about the fact that people are modding the game so they can have sex with you? And I have never seen a interview of Keanu Reeves where he looks so happy. <laughs> like, he's like, hell yeah, they are. <laughs> like, I like the idea that someone like Keanu Reeves, who is has been knee deep in pussy since his late teens, is still like yes. giddy over the fact yes. that someone out there has been like, you know. I think that's, well, going back to Coach's point about repping the shit you're in, I think that's kind of the thing beauty i guess of keanu reeves as a whole is like every time you hear a story about keanu reeves it's always like this really simple down to earth kind of you know thing it's like keanu reeves was on a subway and helped an old woman or whatever so it's like i know if it were me and somebody made like a video game and i was in it and people were like we liked rafiq's model so much we designed ways so we could fuck him virtually i'd be like (laughs) I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm surprised they didn't put that in the original shit. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> About time. <laughs> Recognize my, my value. So speaking of uh, comics and credits, how do you feel about disgenuine credits? You know, because we were talking about this. Don't before. say the name. No, Brenton, obviously. <laughs> oh, 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 God, fuck you, obviously. <laughs> the number of times yeah, I've had no, 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 no. so like, out oh, fuck, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you. The number of times we've been recording, and I was like, do you want to keep talking about that? And now, oh, no. obviously. No, <laughs> dude, for people that I, people I have a direct interaction with, I go, who gives a shit? People who I go, I work with, I go, mm, let's oh, yeah. be respectful. Yeah, I got to play the politics. Uh, so, <clears throat> we, so you know that there are comics who have credits like as seen on The Tonight Show. Oh, come on. Actually, or, okay, I'll, I'll get in. Ask me and I'll, I'll wait for the answer. Right. The question. I'll or, the question. The, uh, or a comic that you will probably hear later on <laughs> in this podcast will say things like as seen with, uh, who was that photo that he took? Uh, that Ed took a picture with? Who was the guy? I 
don't know what you're talking about. There's a there's the fifth. <laughs> there's somebody. Point five. being, I think yeah. I think point being, sometimes a comedian walks past the screen on a Hulu show, and that's his show. And then they right. put the and then they put a Hulu logo on their poster. Yeah, man. So that's what we're getting to. Uh, a lot of times, well, I say a lot of times, but I've seen that where there's some bookers that will promote my show that I'm working with, like certain companies, and be like, yeah, seen on BET. I'm like, motherfucker, no. No, never mm-hmm. been on BET. CTN, what the fuck is CTN? No, uh, the Country Network? No. <laughs> no, never. But Do you they, have any credits where you they could even remotely say that? Or is that just... And honestly, on a, on a real, as you've seen with the, 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 the softcore, you can say Showtime and HBO. That's where I get it from. Because it was seen on Showtime. It was seen on HBO. Mm-hmm. That I can claim to. Oh. Da-ha-ha. I can do so that. So some of your stuff has been licensed to BET, See, but it's not a BET production. Hell, Is that what I you're don't saying? even know anything about BET. Right. What? Please. Right. If it has somebody to tell me, because I honestly, this is going to sound bad for all the black uh, listeners, but honestly, I don't want to be put into that box. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, if you put a comic into that box, that's where he stays. Right. That right. urban room. No, no. <laughs> no, no. I want to be all over the place. I can't do the urban rooms very well at all. So I need to be seen as, as accepting and as widely spread as possible, not to be, not to be put in that one particular con- uh, general. Not to genre. derail this completely, but <laughs> I, you're a comic book guy. You're sitting here with a top. Hell, dude, you're looking at wearing my Captain America shirt. I'm sitting here looking at your you know Todd McFarlane Spider-Man shirt, yeah. and you just read. Oh, oh shit! He's got something else that I'm not seeing. He's Captain America, Captain America shoes. Um, anyway, what you just said reminded me of Christopher Priest, the writer. Um, oh, your your confused face makes me sad. He's a big time comic book writer, and you should know his name, sir. Priest. Anyway, he uh, later in his career, after he had made tons of moves, somebody somewhere discovered that he was black. And then he became the black writer, Damn. and it got to, it got to the point where he couldn't get work really? doing. I mean, he had already done Wolverine, Daredevil, you know, all these guys. But then nobody wanted to put him really? back then. I mean, in it's, the eighties or nineties. Yeah, really. It, he was. You've ever read uh, the eighties Wolverine Spider Man one shot? Yeah, he wrote that. His name was James Owsley back then. Ah, uh, okay. And he okay, changed not his, the difference, but okay. Yeah, and he changed his name to Christopher Priest later. But anyway, at some point, when he was established, when people knew his face, when people knew his name, like in the 2000s, he'd already in been... In the 2000s? He had already been in the industry for about 20 years. Then the word got out, like the dirty secret got out that he was a black guy. But in the 2000s this happened? Yeah. He got Shit. pigeonholed, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, he got completely wow. pigeonholed and could not get out of it. And so he just walked away and just in the last few years... People went, hey, what happened to that guy? And he got a chance to write Deathstroke and a whole bunch of other wow. cool shit See, that he'd been wanting to write for a long time. That's the ignorance I think I, I, I own where I'm like, this happened when? This yeah. scene? I thought it was back in the 40s or 50s. No, 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 no. Shit. Yeah. Dude, I was, so I was just having that problem last night because, I, you know, at the time of this recording, it's Black History Month, yada, yada, yada. But, like... I've been listening. Like, yeah, 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 a big fucking deal. Like <laughs> I said, this. No, that's it's my fucking, line. Hey, fucking guys. <laughs> well, so like, uh, so I've been listening to the uh, not official, but it's supposed to be like the complete autobiography of Malcolm X. 
right? Okay. And one of the things that they talk about in that whole thing is like Thurgood Marshall and Malcolm's relationship to like the civil rights movement, yada, yada, yada. But the whole thing that struck my mind is someone mentions that Thurgood Marshall died in 1993. And I'm like, 29 years ago? Like yeah. that's that's how recent this was. Like this mm. dude is literally, it's, it's one of me ago yeah. that this occurred. Yeah. Like, Dude, you know what fucks me up? That is kind of crazy. This is what fucks me up, and th- both of you are going to vomit when I say this, and you should. But I sometimes have to remind myself, like, old people were there. M- meaning, like, they, like, were at the march. Mm. or You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, uh, I didn't grow up in that world. My... Lexington, Kentucky. That's where you're from? That one of the places that I grew up in. Okay. I think we can all assume that Lexington, Kentucky in the early 80s probably wasn't the most racially diverse. diverse, You know, my second grade teacher, big fat black lady. And I didn't think, you know, to me, it was there was no concept of. You hadn't been poisoned yet. I hadn't been poisoned yet. And it was just like, okay, this is the person who's teaching me. Not thinking. It wasn't until I got like well into my adulthood. Wait a minute. If that was in the eighties, that and, and let's say she was forty. She looked older than that. But let's for the sake mm. of argument say she was forty. She saw some shit. That means that means when she was twenty, She's Martin Luther shit. King got shot. Right. She yeah. saw some <laughs> shit. You know, what yeah. it's like and it oh shit. <laughs> this yeah. shit is not old ancient yeah. you know this is this is you the people is, that man. were there are still very much there yeah, you know you, you think it is if you if you allow yourself like i've allowed myself to live in a certain bubble yeah where my interactions i go to target i go to school you know mm. I go to here i see you see you see you this is my little world and i just i traverse my world all the time mm-hmm. so everything's okay everything's okay not realizing or come to terms the fact that shit is going on outside of your world <laughs> right. that's fucked up. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, there's there's a whole thing that can be explored just simply, not even talking about civil rights, but just talking about the shortened uh, memory of humanity, of, like, yep. how we went never forget, and now it is 2022, yeah. and you ask a kid, what do you know about 9-11? And they go, like, fuck all. Like, <laughs> like, like the what? cops? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy to me too to think 9/11 it was 20 years ago. Yes, damn. It was 20 years ago. This is 2022. It was over 20 years ago. But damn. it is so fresh to the people in this room that I start to realize I grew up in a time where my dad was in his 20s when King and Kennedy got mm-hmm. shot. And to me it was this vague thing that happened before i was born so yeah. if you're 19 right now 9 11 was just this vague vague thing, vague thing, thing that history. happened before you were born you know it's but so weird people, but in our days we saw people walking through new york city yeah covered in chalk and shit, right coming from, <laughs> trying to get the fuck out with staten island boats and everything yeah. right wow that i watched the watch the yo dude i watched the towers fall on tv and I'm, is this a movie right i know I ref- this is a budget movie what the I, rem- I remember I was in fifth grade math class and we had a half day. And I remember like our teacher being like, I need you all to shut the fuck up <laughs> because she was watching Some it. Shit's going down. Right. She was going yeah. down. <laughs> Shit's gotten real a long time ago. Right? <laughs> shut the fuck up. 
when she was watching it on TV live yeah, in the classroom, and like all of us were like, "Why the fuck aren't we watching a movie?" Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're like, "It's a half day. Who the fuck watches the news over?" <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. I can tell, I can probably hear it now. Yeah. She's telling this one to yeah. be quiet yeah. all day. <laughs> and yeah. instead of just being Man, quiet, don't, don't. he keeps trying to explain but himself. But I, what I'm trying to say but why? is, <laughs> but why? It's the same thing as I remember my I remember my mom like openly crying when Princess Diana died. And it was one of those things of like <laughs> me coming home being like, dude, I remember crying when Prince died. What are right? you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember coming home and seeing my mom crying over Diana. I was like, who the fuck cares? Like, uh, no, that was, and I got 10 years on you. So, however old you were, I was in my teens. And I honestly, I was like, look, it's sad she died, but I don't know why. What, you, who, I'm like, all right. She, she was a. She got into a car accident. A, a no power figurehead that for some reason that country just keeps letting these people be rich but and bored. But that's bored. how England is. Even <laughs> Queen know? is like some old lady in Chanel suits. <laughs> right. Well, so one of the weird things about that is when we're talking about the shortness or the length of human memory, I used to have a bit where I would make fun of the fact that Princess Diana died on stage, and people today would still get, like, visibly mad. Like mad, mad, like want to fight me in the parking you, lot. You mad. do that joke? Or that's you doing that joke? I had this is like six, seven okay. years ago now. Right. But the the whole point was just like it was a dumb dick joke. So he's like, what happened? You was, know, <laughs> no, it was a dumb dick joke, and it was a just dumb what, dick joke with Princess Diane. Mm. Yeah, well, because <laughs> the the whole point of the bit was like these are nicknames. See, what for my happened dick. was anyway. See, I'm just enjoying no. watching him dig this hole right like, now. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not digging. I'm, I'm not trying to dig a hole. My my point. My point is is that like people still <laughs> visibly get mad over shit like that. You know. Do you remember when? Do you remember Marvel Man when fucking uh, Princess Diana became a character in the Ecstatics? Do you remember Ooh, that wow, shit? You're digging harder than <laughs> Jesus, no. You don't remember me, that? Tell me. Oh, you're killing me. In the, did you remember this? Vaguely, dude. Like this. So tell the ecstatic. Me. The whole point of the ecstatic series is that it was a. It was kind of a comedy parody of celebrity. So in the storyline, Princess Diana comes back from the dead and becomes oh a member. God. Becomes a member <laughs> of the team. Oh my! She's God. on the. Co- and by the way, we're talking early two thousands. So so we're not talking. She'd been dead maybe ten years at that point. Shit. And uh, yikes! They even had to the 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 fact the that they had the the balls to release it at all is crazy. But even, I can't remember the details now. But even with their releasing it, they had to like change the ending or, or change the or even because change, it ended in a car crash. Oh, <laughs> they had to change. They either had to change the ending or they had to change like, oh, it wasn't really her; it was something else. Like they had to, oh, like they had to do clones. something. Yeah, they had to do okay. something to kind of get themselves the out of this. Kind of yeah, something yeah, like that. Another one. It's been a while since I read it, obviously. Jesus. But it was the crazy thing. You got to find the. Co- I, we don't have internet in here, but the cover. It's got you know. It's a good superhero pose where they're all coming at the camera, and oh, she's yes, the- and she's right in the middle, like doing the splits. Like, oh no! Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's fucking oh, great. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! 
I can only hope that I would ever get that famous. Where someone's like, he's dead. Slap him on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> gonna do suicide. Uh, Kojo. Yes. Uh, we can't spend a whole lot of time on your reaction to this because we do this almost every episode. But right. I'm just going to pass this over to you. And you can just tell us how you feel about that and what's going through your mind, what's going through your heart. There's some confusion on his face. It looked... I understand where you're going with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read it for the audience. Yes, please do that. Ed, the machine, Regine, mm-hmm. tells 100 of the funniest jokes he's ever heard. And he's getting paid for this. I know he Maybe. is. Maybe. Mm. I mean, he's selling those on cruises. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> what do you say that? Okay, just a second. Hold on. There's a guy named, I remember in Jersey, Ed, the joke man, Martling. Okay. One-liners. Hour and a half, two hours. He can go. Bang. Are bang. they were they his? No. Street jokes. Ooh. Books. Straight out the books. Mm. But here's the thing about audiences of comedy. They don't know. Right. They don't know. The minds of an audience are easily manipulated and swayed into any direction we're able to turn them into. If you're if you're a comic and you're good enough, right. I can turn you into any direction I want you to go. Now, would it surprise you to learn that he doesn't? just tell street jokes on stage that he actually has an act good but then after you leave his show he sells you you this cd full of street jokes fine good Good. you are the most positive we've ever had of comedians (laughs) about because everything i've heard i was taught again all this shit that i know was like oh i've coached thought of it no i was taught that in this world is nothing new there's nothing new. Everything has been recycled to some certain point. Like, hey, back in the day they had scrolls. Now we got text. You know, it's all just refurbished and recycled information and reprocessed. And I, nowadays, even now, like, just give you an example. There's a joke I did back in like 2006. Well, the snoring joke I called. I've held, I've held on to that joke for years. I should have let it go many years ago. <laughs> but somehow now it got translated onto a show called 30 Rock which came out five years after I did this show. I did my joke. Now, people kept saying, oh, Coach, I saw that joke that you're doing on stage in a TV show called 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't do it anymore because mm-hmm. you know, it's on TV now. We'll go fuck yourself. I've been doing it for like six yeah, years. I, like five they need to cut it out I, of there. Yeah. But here is a real catch that pisses us off in Jersey. When we did our, we had a room called Whiskey Cafe where we all went to do our stand-up and practice and open mic it was a big, huge room. It was almost like a little culture of us that, 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 that did it. But we had one guy that wasn't a comic, wasn't a booker, wasn't mm-hmm. a manager. He would come in. He would sit at the front table, watch us all, write notes. He did it for weeks, months, almost years. And we're like, okay, what the fuck's going on with this guy? We look at his notes. Didn't make sense. They didn't have any reference <clears throat> to anything anyone said. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, one day, we'd hear that he would always take trips over to California. Hmm. Over to L.A. I'm like, all right, fuck him. As long as he's not here, I don't have to worry about him. And he'd come back, sit, right, go back. And come to find the one guy kind of just really dug on him and really kind of figured this out. Like, dude, this guy is selling our shit to, like, commercials. Whoa. Studios. Ah. So, I mean, there's a guy that I used to be friends with back in Jersey. He did this little joke up in Whiskey Cafe. It took, like, maybe a year later. He sees it on TV. I'm like, dude, that's 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 my that's my fucking joke yeah. in this TV show right here. And we come to find that this guy is an agent. He's running back and forth to studios and connections and producers, giving our shit away. 
I feel Holy like shit. especially now this might just be the stereotype of New York, but I definitely feel like that's the kind of thing where you find that out and then the next month he shows up. You're just like, so which ankle is it? Is it your right one or your left one? And it's like, what do you mean? It's like, which one do you want broken first? Ah, okay. like, like, yeah. <laughs> this, this, dude, it's, this business is, like any other business, it's, it's people in here who want to make it now. They don't want to wait. They don't want to work for it. They want to make it now. I did a workshop with um, Roy Wood Jr. Before, hey. before he blew up. And then I can't remember the other guy's name, Pedro something. But he was Pedro he was Lima. Always good. He was always. Was it Pedro Lima? Pass. I think it was Lima. Pedro Lima. Okay. Okay. Yes. Anyway, so part of the and I didn't even know I was signing up for a workshop. I just kind of fell into it. Anyway, so we all get up and do three whatever minutes for each other and for the two pro comics. And I one of the two of them said, "That's clever," and somebody's going to steal it. They just straight up said the way this business works. What you just did was very clever, and, so and someone's going to steal it. It's a race. It's, it's going like, to happen. If I have connections to TV on festivals or places where I'm going to be seen in a more wider spectrum, mm-hmm. I like a joke like yours. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to grab it and run. I'm going to do it. They're like, oh, that's Kojo's joke. Right. No, right. it's not. It's yours. I just took it, <laughs> and now everybody thinks it is mine because they, more people saw it. Right. Yeah. It's it. It's a arms race of whoever gets it out fast sure, sir, yep. to the largest number of people. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to bring the show down. I heard an urban mad. legend. I've probably said this before. I heard it. I don't know. This is total friend of a friend of a friend story. But apparently, according to this guy I talked to, he said that he had a friend who was a cruise comic, and then at some point while he was just doing his show. Like George Carlin walked up to him. Carlin was on the cruise. Oof. And Carlin basically told him, like, hey, I really like that thing you did in the middle. So I'm gonna give you X amount of money. Yeah. But the way the story was told to me, it wasn't like, hey, can I buy this? It was like, no, I'm gonna do that bit. <laughs> <laughs> but because I have some integrity, I'm just gonna give Can you, you money. Because I'm George fucking Carlin. I've done that. Twice, and it was more of like you know what, I like the comic. I they were going. It's not exactly like the idea that I had, but they can help mine out. I've done it maybe twice, and it was more of like I know I want to support you, but at the same time I'm like, you know, it, that's so more of like let me help the comic out because I know they're having a hard time. I'm not going to give anybody's names, mm-hmm. and I hear some money, and thank you. I just want to take this tag, and that's it. But I'm I'm not a big advocate of it because especially now that I've gotten older, it is I don't want to say it sounds I'll say it as this. It doesn't feel good to me that I've done that. Oh yeah. But at yeah. the same time it's like I, I need to find my own voice because it's almost like a lie. It's like if someone tells you a lie and they ask you to, and they ask you to tell that lie again like four or five years later, they can't because it's made up. But mm. the truth comes out like water every mm. time. Right. Yeah. Like if it's really me, I won't have to worry about, you know, damn, did I say it right? Did I do it right? Because I was there and I wrote it. It's coming out of me. Versus me taking it for somebody else. I'm like, did he say it like this or do it like this? Did he mean it like that? Did he mean it like that? Right. So there's that whole thing about Robin Williams when he was alive. Dude. Where he was going around. Dude, I've heard stories about that yeah. dude, like straight up stories from the guys like, look, this motherfucker would come into the open mics. And it's still your shit straight off the page. Like, hey, you and- know, his, ver- I, who knows? His version of that story is that he would, 
just see comedy and absorb stuff and not realize. And then his version of the story became, I had to stop watching comics because I kept accidentally stealing shit. Dude, the guy that taught me comedy ran with Robert Williams. They ran into him a couple of times back when he was like in the 60s and 70s. He was like, uh, no. Well, what happened? Comics would get pissed, call the manager, like, yo, your boy stole from me. They'd write him a $1,000 check. But no problem. Right, yeah. But that's what he said. And the, the thing I heard him, he said, I got tired of, he said something like, I got tired of being the comedy ATM because I kept, I kept doing other people's stuff on accident and I yeah, ended up right, s- no. s- giving them money. It's, it's a pain in the ass. If, if I know you and we know each other, say, Kojo, can I take that from you? I'm like, all right, fine. It's, it's a mutual thing. You got it. I, no big deal. But I'm not going to give names because I don't want to, because that could have happened. I kind of like, I heard it. And then I'm going to regurgitate it. Rafiq, have you heard my, my, do you know why I'm in Florida? I, you've told me the story before. I don't know. Why am I in Florida? Who brought me here in Florida? Uh, so my understanding was that you were brought down here by like the guy you considered your comedy coach. No, I was brought down here by my wife. Okay. My wife brought me down here. I feel masculine because she's a doctor. She makes all the money. <laughs> you know, she's the boss. She goes out, makes the big money. I stay at home folding laundry and remember the pee sitting down. Mm. I've been saying that for a while mm-hmm. because that's how I feel. I heard that tag one day on Facebook by, mm. I mean, a video. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, this kid, what's he saying? I like pee sitting down. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Then, my, then my mind is like, hey, hey, hey. You know, he, he's, we've ran into each other. I've done it in front of him. You know, Maybe he just this, or maybe it's parallel thinking. Right. I don't know how he right, think yeah. that because he's not some dude sitting at home for the past ten fucking years, folding laundry and peeing sitting down because his wife makes all the money. He feels like a bitch. But hey, so I the way you had told me the story was that like you had had the conversation with your the guy you considered your comedy coach, and it was like it's time for you to kind of move on. And then you and your wife had had the conversation. Oh dear God, no. Okay, not at so all. it was just like <laughs> oh dear God, no. Yeah, oh dear God, God, no. No, I was making. Up in Jersey, I was working almost every night. That's how crazy it is up there. Like only that, the only time I didn't work one time was on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's always in like why well, would on I a, on a Kojo on a on a Kojo <laughs> <laughs> callbacks. Oh, yes, uh, <laughs> me with a pow. Oh, you wow. know how, you know how we, you jokes. can tell when a callback's really good is that when nobody laughs and it grinds the entire podcast it's to like, a halt. Oh, That's when you know oh. it's a great callback. It is just on point. On point. <laughs> so actually, so I know we need to get into this because we started it, but I, I do want to ask, since we're on the topic of parallel thinking, joke theft, whatever. So there's that whole Carlos Mencia, Joe Rogan thing, right? Where Joe goes up on stage, calls Carlos out, Go, motherfucker, you're stealing jokes, you're stealing my bits, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Especially in the context of there's nothing new under the sun. All right? is, this, is this a case where it's like the reason why audiences turned against Carlos is because a bigger name, as in Joe Rogan, He was not up? bigger at the time. No, he wasn't. He wasn't I thought his I, podcast no, was... No, Carlos had been No, he didn't even have a podcast years yet. before Joe. So I always thought that it was Carlos was, you know, doing... Carlos the, was a... Fucking superstar. 
before that happened. Before that happened. And, okay. and it was it was the Ari Shafirs and Joe Rogans who were like Put them dirt on just him. underneath him. Yep. Yeah. Who weren't getting to that level. And that's how it happened. Because if you're ahead of me and you steal my shit, who's going to know? Right. You're the big guy. It's the kind of... I mean, Rogan was still known because he was the Fear Factor guy and he yeah. was the man show. But he was and, just that. But he was just that. Right. I thought that I thought that was around the era in which uh, Joe's podcast was no. taking off. No, so no, no, no. That's the reason not why. Not at all. He just if ran anything, a out of If club anything, it was the other way around. He got famous for calling out yeah, Martin that Mencia. Helped that helped him. And then started dicking around on a podcast, just him and his buddies, and then boom, 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 boom. Okay, you know. so I had the order of events wrong. That's cool. It's but okay. so in that case, though, uh, going back to this, is this the kind of thing of, like, people turned on Carlos because he was stealing <clears throat> material, or is this more of a Carlos was already on that downward slide? Been, and this I'm, was... I can see it might have been downward. I, in regards to... Parallel thinking and versus there's nothing new. There's nothing new to be said in this universe, I guess this world about what, what we've seen over the, over the course of our lifetime or the course of the existence of Earth. But there are unique ways of saying it that are unique to you. Right. I can't do your jokes because I don't have a, a white father and a black mother. I can't do that. If no. I did, I'd be like, what are you talking about? I, I, it's not relatable because it's not of me. So when someone does that, hell yeah, they're stealing your shit. They're stealing you. Mm. They're stealing your shit away from you. I feel you on that one. I mean, are you the only one that has a white father and a black mother? No, but you are have you have your own particular set of stories that go along with that. My philosophy was always, uh, I definitely, I can't remember what I, I used to do this thing, and and I had done it a bunch. And did okay with it. And then one day realized that is almost exactly what Patton Oswald. Like it was I was basically restructuring a Patton Oswald bit. I believe that's so, possible if you if you admire somebody. Right. And so I threw it out because I realized, like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm just doing a Patton Oswald bit. But the other thing I realized was even if I I definitely didn't steal the thing, it's definitely from me. Mm-hmm. And that guy over there definitely didn't steal it from me because me he and I've never been in the same room, right? But if I see that guy doing my joke, then I go, well, that's just not a joke worth doing. Right, if, yeah. if the two of us can come up with the exact same idea and phrase it almost exactly the same, then it's a shitty joke, and why would I do it at all? I had a joke about being caught in a handicapped store by a handicapped person. I did that. I wrote that joke down. I tried a couple of times. I go to open mic way up the street from me, like in Jersey. I saw this kid do the same fucking joke as if he was reading it off my book. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my book. I'm looking at the kid like, how the, f- how the, f- how the- it was literally fucking word yeah. for word. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. It's Get not worth doing it. If, if anybody else can just come up with the Damn same. Damn near word for word. I'm like, oh fuck. So. Given a huge historical context, kind of what you're talking about is the nature of there's nothing new under the sun. The world's oldest known joke is a fart joke. I believe it. it, It's forever. The translation from, like, I think Greek to English is like, what is it that a woman should sit in your lap and not fart? Mm. Or like pass gas or whatever. And it's literally, the reason why I say that is because I remembered. I bet hearing, that fucking crushed back in ancient <laughs> right. Rome. Well, so I, rem- I remembered hearing. I mean, do the fart jokes. Do the fart jokes. Do the fart jokes. Please. I, What's the, the deal with a woman sitting in your lap? 
Well, he's so going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. So I remember a dude a couple years ago at an open mic in Tampa talking oh, about God. his girlfriend sitting on his lap and constantly farting. Mm. And so, you know, in the context of this conversation, it's, yeah, for literally thousands of years <laughs> yeah. now, some dude's like, this, this bitch is sitting on my lap passing gas. And then there was some Greek dude back in the day who was like, man, is she fucking sits in my lap one more time. I'm going to roast her at the amphitheater. But the, <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about it, the new ones, the new comics don't know that they're tripping into those kind of mistakes. Yeah. It's and I think, I mean, yeah, they're gonna. I mean, you're, you know, like I, said, like I said, I definitely have had moments. I mean, I haven't been on stage in years, but I've definitely had moments where I was on stage and realized, like, I, I think I'm just doing a Greg Barron bit right now. I think I pretty much stole this entire premise. What is premise. your name? What is my name? Yes. I my name is Alan Dempsey. Motherfucker! <laughs> Come, um, that's my name too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did that show. The comics at the comic shop. Yeah, yes. man. What the fuck, dude? Okay. Like he looks familiar, but I'm gonna keep on moving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That just broke my heart. Like when we Dempsey. when we when we met at the door, it was like I, I know you. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm friendly to everybody. I'm like, hey, his name. Your hair was you had a little more hair, and your hair was darker then. Oh, thanks. Hey, hey dude, I, I see the fucking flyer in my head. Do right I have now. less teeth? Am I, I is there anything the else you want to point at right now? I'm like, this guy looks. Uh... I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it to his face, but that photo did look a lot slimmer than. Right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he looks. He looks thin now. I'm actually way thinner now than I probably was back then. So beautiful is really the point. Uh, Do we want to try to squeak in one of these? Oh yeah, we definitely. All right. First. So uh, these are shitty street jokes. The track titles don't match up to the numbers on the the sheet on the inside. So yeah, open it up. Oh. Get in there. Where do you, where do you see the CD itself? Oh, did I break it? I gotta yeah, replace. Sorry, it. No, I no, it's okay. probably me. I keep it in a thing. Okay, go ahead. So most of those don't match up. We haven't heard whichever one we're about to listen to. We're about to listen to fifty eight. Can you tell us what fifty eight is supposed to be? Fifty eight sounds like. Where are you? Play hot spy. Play hot spy. I'll play hot. Si what the? I can't play. I need glasses. Rafiq, <laughs> you want to tell us what fifty-eight is? Uh, so fifty-eight should be play horsey. Play horsey. Play hot horsey. Spy. Play <laughs> horsey. Black motherfuckers. <laughs> I accidentally listened to the. <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting all clumped. Uh, I accidentally listened to the beginning of this when I was setting up the sound. Listen to him take in his. Action air. Like they say action and they just listen. One day little Mikey comes <laughs> home from kindergarten only to find his parents having sex. They're going at it hot and heavy. And when Mikey asked if he could have a horsey ride, his dad, not to make him upset, said sure. A few minutes later, it gets really wild. The lovemaking is crazy. And Mikey says, hang on, daddy. This is where me and Uncle Harvey usually fall off. Yipes. Was that a child molestation joke? Uh, no, this is a joke Oops. about his uncle also fucking his wife. His, his the, wait a minute. The child asked for a horsey ride, and the dad said yes. Was the dad fucking the child in the joke? No, he's fucking the child's mom. A man and his wife. No, play it have, again. Here we go. <laughs> play it again. By the way, this constantly happens with these Ed jokes. Play it again. <laughs> I. What? All right, one more time. I'm ready to focus. One day, little Mikey comes home from kindergarten only to find his parents having sex. They're going at it hot and heavy. And when Mikey asked if he could have a horsey ride, his dad, not to make him upset, said, Sure. 
A few minutes later, it gets really wild. The lovemaking is crazy. And Mikey yeah. says, hang on, Daddy. This is where me and Uncle Harvey usually fall off. What the fuck are you talking about? Ew, what the fuck is that? So, a nun why would you walk in and see your parents fucking ask for a horsey ride? Right? <laughs> Who molested you, kid? But then, to the point where you fucked up like that. Then it starts going really hot and heavy. So then did he start fucking the, fuck the kid is, or the did he just is, continue to fuck the yeah, mom? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, this, I will say this because <laughs> the, this, this is the problem. As comics, we're going like, what are all the fucked up angles to this? <laughs> no, no, no. But I no, want no. the ABCs of the, what the, the fuck happened. fucking English. Yeah, this is the <laughs> English. The, fucking grammar. This is what I'm talking about. This is... Play that shit again, man. Yeah. <laughs> shit again. One day, little Mikey comes home from kindergarten only to find his parents having sex. Okay. They're going at it hot and heavy. He? And when Mikey asked if he could have a horsey ride, his dad, not to make him upset, said, sure. I'll stop fucking. A few minutes later, it gets really wild. The lovemaking is crazy. To and Mikey who? says, hang on, Daddy. I, this is where oh. me and Uncle Harvey usually fall. So also, they're fucking wait. the kid? No. The no. brother and the father are fucking the kid? Here's the other problem. This? The other problem is, this is where we fall off. Yes. So somebody's on top of somebody. So So does that mean that the son and Uncle Harvey are, are fucking, fucking the, the mom? Yes. Huh? The the, <laughs> I, the the idea is this. Mom and dad are fucking, right? Yeah. Kid walks kid, in. Kid walks in. I want a horsey ride. Right? Kid gets on dad's back while okay. he's fucking mom. Okay. They keep on fucking. Ew. The kid goes... Basically goes. By the way, Dad, your brother is also fucking mom, and I and he gives me horsey rides. rides. So we fall off, off because we fuck Uncle Harvey fucks mom real hard. That's I ride Uncle Harvey's back, back. and then right. we all fall off. Okay, there's a few things fucking wrong with this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First off, if you find your parents fucking, you're gonna want to jump on the back. And yeah, that, my, that, no, and your my, dad says yes. Yeah, yeah my direct hump. My, and by my, the way, not only did your dad say yes, but apparently both parents are fine with this. <laughs> Go ahead and be on his back, and we'll not only will we keep fucking, but we'll get real hot and heavy. Well, you know, he doesn't. Dad doesn't get rock hard until he's given a horsey ride. That's... I can see Ed in the studio like I need another joke. I need one more fucking fucking joke. I got a hundred. I need one more fucking joke. Fuck it. Horsey ride joke. I don't right. care. I just, did, did you hear the little titter uh, Ed gives in the middle of this? Like he actually thinks it's funny. I, Ew. No, yeah. but I don't. I don't have the did, energy to listen to it again. What kind of child will see that and say, "Let me jump on the back"? And so that's the that's the problem with these jokes. Is all these jokes are like shitty street jokes where it's that like, he doesn't even give you enough detail to understand. Oh, right. God. And, it, and it's like some of these can range between like graphic. But like not funny, but also like like childishly innocent, but also not funny. You know what's crazy? That's considered a clean joke. Right? Exactly. <laughs> that's considered a clean joke. You can go anywhere with that joke. So he put that's part of the thing reason why he's got the parental advisory sticker on here. That he glued it's on a, himself. Right. Because he he will say they were fucking, but he won't say the word fuck. No. no, it's the other way around. He'll say that because he says they were having sex. sex. Oh, they, yes, they were having Clean. sex. Yeah, but but Clean. he'll he'll say in the fucking car. Right. Like <laughs> he, he's got it all backwards. <laughs> Jesus. So Christ. I feel better because the last three times we've done this, there's because usually we we get to two or three of them. There's been at least one that completely lost me. 
Yeah, this was one. This guy made no the, sense. The to me details on—I mean, this joke made no sense whatsoever. I like this, I'll be honest with you. I'm going along with what you're saying is a joke. I don't still fucking understand it. I'm like, all right, let's yeah. move it on. Yeah. If you I can't don't even get that give, shit, if you okay. can't even give me the ABC, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's yeah, that makes sense. Okay, let's go to the next. Let's go to the next one. Jesus Set. Christ. Yeah. Oh, are we going? Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. I guess I'm we're doing another one. Let's go along with it because doesn't make sense to me. But all right, let's keep all right. Shit going. Well, go somebody tell me what 59 is yeah, supposed well, to be. We'll do one more and then <laughs> I don't know if I have to strike the list <laughs> yeah. anymore than that. Actually, that one energized me because it made me so angry. Normally, they just drain the joy out of me. All right, uh, so 59 should be church organ. Church organ. Here I bet it's about go. a penis. penis. Thank you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> was talking to a young priest when the priest noticed a condom in a bowl of water on the church organ. Here we go. The young priest asked the sister, what is that, sister? And she said, well, I was walking in town the other day, and I found a package. And the directions on the package said, put it on your organ, <gasps> keep it wet, and it would prevent disease. And she said, you know what? I haven't had a cold all winter. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. Huh? That was bad. Yeah, what the? Yo, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo this man. Boo this man. Yeah. Boo him good. Yeah. Fuck this, me. So between. I am I, am I is it me? I don't understand. Oh, the no. The joke was put the instructions say to put it on your organ. She literally put it on the church organ to prevent, to prevent disease. It must be working because I haven't had a cold all week. What kind of fucking jo- Oh, God, dude. <laughs> so between old Ed doing these and the gentleman that you had mentioned doing one-liners. He's a cruise ship com- comic? Yeah, Ed's, yeah. A, Ed's a cruise ship comic. And, you know, like we said, and we've said this a thousand times, he has a genuine act, and people seem to really enjoy his genuine act, but uh, he sold this <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> To people who fucking listen to it. Kojo's not even listening to us right now. He's just trying to find... He's he's hate Googling. (laughs) Kojo is currently hate Googling Ed the Machine Regime. You know what's great, too, is Kojo has such an angry look at his face, but the more more we talk about it, the more he's starting to smile. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this motherfucker. (laughs) Please do. All we want is his... No, he's not with Carnival. Okay, he's making sure. Okay. All we want is his head on a stick (laughs) or... Him in the studio to answer for his crimes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's atone the, the for your that's sins, it. sir. Atone for your sins. Well, kids, it's uh, it's over an hour. I think we're good to go. Oh, this this oh. should be out, okay. and we could go on forever. This has been great. Oh, yeah. um, this should be out early March. You got anything in the March plus I'll timeline? I'll be on the cruise ships. Working okay. with uh, Ed over here. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the for cruise ships. So you're probably working with Ed. Yeah. Getting, getting your shit stole by George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the organs. Yeah, yeah. With the organs. With the organs and uh, fucking cousins and uncles and babies on the back. <laughs> what about your so- your socials and whatnot? Uh, honestly, um, TikTok, I've been trying to move on to that now. I don't really know the name because I'm old. You know, I don't really know my own my login name. Just look for Kojo Prince on TikTok. There's only one of me up there like that so far. And well, Facebook. it could be it could be that other coach of yeah, right. doing softcore porn. <laughs> <That's why> I, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, man, I always thought, see, I always thought this about comics in Tampa. They don't like me, so I'm like, okay, when I'm De- Dempsey, wait a minute, I thought he doesn't wait, huh? I thought he didn't like me. Okay, here's the funny thing. No, oh, shit, now, here we go. No, now that look at Rafik, like, oh shit. <laughs> now, Rafik, like, oh, now that you've revealed that you weren't sure who I was. I'm not sure if you did one of my shows. What? Because mm. I did a show at 
uh, Heroes Haven called Comics at the Comic Shop. That was my. That's my home comic. Book. Right. Yeah. And I remember I definitely talked to you about doing it, but I don't know if you no. actually did no, it. No, I think it was in Ram Dad. I think I was there. I was Nina Ram Dad. I was. I was with Ram Dad. I was with Rio Paris that night. I definitely didn't have Rio on a show. Uh, nope, then right. I, 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 I know what it was. I think something happened. You had to step out, and he got somebody else to do the show. Well, it was know. my show that I put together. Oh, shit. And I have a vague memory of talking to you about doing it, but I wasn't sure if you actually did. I did one show with him. At, at Heroes did, Yeah, that was uh, Pete. Yeah, Pete that was my show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were working for me that night. Okay. <laughs> I, was I? Okay. I'm not hurt by that. And, no, uh, the funny thing is I couldn't remember whether or not that had happened. I did it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for the folks at home, that is another point in the long and short memory of <laughs> Yep. Well, it's probably uh, nothing else to socials, nothing else to... No, okay. Well, really, the only thing I have left to ask is uh, Rafiq. So, how about this? Fair point. Uh, frankly, I don't know if I agree with you, but I'm mm. going to turn to Kojo and ask, so, What the fuck are you talking about? So about this? <laughs> You're on a podcast called So How About <laughs> So what happened? Yeah, I mean, might as well. That, the end. That was it. We're good. <laughs> Everything we do matters. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of So How About This. Whatever you are using to listen, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, hit whatever extra button they make you push these days. On Twitter, you can find us at So How About This One. The words are So How About This, followed by the number one. Leave us some beautiful comments there. Ask us questions. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, let us know. We'll bring it up while we record, and uh, we'll see you next time.